Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A news and conservative views. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. And I would just like to welcome you to Freedback Friday. That's right, folks. It is Friday. Thank God it is Friday. Uh, For those of you who are not successful in beginning the weekend on Wednesday or on hump day as we attempt to do, today's the day. This is the time. Now's the time for you to relax and chill. I realize that some of you are still here on the West Coast with me, and we still got about an hour or so left to go. Uh, But those of you who are watching from the East Coast, the coast with the most, as my co-host would normally say, well, hey, you know what? It's about that time. So I hope that you are enjoying. Unfortunately, Mike seems to be enjoying as he is on the road somewhere there in Florida, having a good time, hopefully listening into the program. Who knows? We might actually get a shout out from him a little bit later uh, via the, the mobile. But who knows? We shall see. But we're going to get into the news today. But before we do, we're going to make sure to do that thing. You know that thing we do. We're going to make a shout out to our sponsors. Just start off with Hitman Industries. If you are looking, hey, there's Mike right there. <laughs> oh, I totally forgot I added, I, I added his image in there. <laughs> okay, that's funny. Anyway, so <laughs> before we get started, all right, so we got uh, Hitman Industries. So Hitman Industries, uh, well, let's put it this way. If you've bought an AR lately uh, within the last few years, chances are you already have one of their barrels and you don't even know it. If you're looking to either rebarrel your current rifle or you're looking to do a whole new build, uh, they have they can provide you with access to both both pistol and uh, rifle caliber barrels today. So trust me, whatever you're looking for, they've got it. All you got to do is go to hitmanindustries.net. That's hitmanindustries.net, and they will hook you up. Then we've got the California Republican Assembly fighting behind enemy lines in order to help elect Republicans, not just Republicans, but conservatives throughout the state of California from, from school board all the way up to president of the United States. Ronald Reagan once referred to them as the conscience of the Republican Party. Check them out at CRAGOP.org. That's CRAGOP.org and become a member today. Become a part of California's future today. And then if you're looking for uh, a holster, a concealed carry holster, tactical holster, inside the waistband, outside the waistband holster, trust me, the place you want to go is Hog Holsters. You can find them at hogholsters.com and you can get a discount. All you got to do is use discount code THERUNDOWN, all caps, no spaces, and you can get your Hog Holster today. Finally, uh, it, it's about it's it's outdoors time, right? This is the time you want to be outdoors. So if you're looking for tactical gear, outdoor gear, you know, boots, hats, uh, whatever you're looking for that, that can help you outdoors or help you with tactical stuff, you can find it at uscombatgear.com. Veteran-owned and operated. They operate in integrity. They have great prices and fast shipping. Once again, check them out today, uscombatgear.com. 
All right. Now is the time for us to go ahead and get into today's news subjects. Uh, well, as you know, Title 42 is now dead, no longer exists, or it's now no longer the law. Uh, so in essence, what is starting to happen is you're starting to see people kind of, well, they're pouring in to the United States. They're pouring in through our southern border. But hey, you know, Democrats' philosophy is never let a good tragedy go to waste. So now you've got New York Democrats, uh, the top New York Democrats being House Majority Leader uh, 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 Chuck Schumer, as well as House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries, are in essence, uh, well, they are arguing now that, well, since we've got these folks coming into the country, um, why don't we put them to work? Right? Why don't we give them a jobs that Americans will do? Anyway, he says here, Democrats from New York's congressional delegation called on the Biden administration Friday to speed up work permits uh, for asylum seekers. We write to urge the administration to ease the undue delays in granting work authorizations to asylum seekers. Many asylum seekers want to work and give back to their new communities, wrote the lawmakers. So let me get this straight. So you're now what you're now what you're saying is okay. So now they've entered the country illegally. Uh, we've allowed them to come into the country illegally, and now we want to rush them into working, right? We want to give them jobs, even though they came into the country illegally. I'm, I'm going to keep harping on that. We we they've come into the country illegally. They broke the law coming into the country, and now we want to put them to work. Um, am I the only one who sees a problem with this? Uh, how is this not an incentive for people to just come streaming into the country? Think about that. I mean, you're telling them, look, we're going to get... You can say all, all you want. The border is secure. Uh, the, uh, the border is secure. You can say all you want that you're not inviting people to come in. You know, you're not, oh yeah, oh yeah, we're not inviting anyone to come in. We're not inviting, we're telling people, if you think you're just going to come to the border, if you think you're just going to come to the border and get into this country, you've got another thing coming. That's what they're telling them. For those of you who are listening to the program, you probably can't tell. I've, I, I'm waving people to the southern border, encouraging them to come into the United States. And that's pretty much what the Biden administration is doing. That's what Democrats are doing with stuff like this. If you tell someone, if you, I'm going to clarify, even if you tell someone, don't come here because we won't let you in. And yet everybody sees on the news people pouring into your southern border. And then they hear that you're giving them free health care. And then they hear that you're giving them jobs that pay way more than where they came from. How is that not an incentive? How is that not an incentive for them to then come to your country? I just, I don't, how do people not see this? How do people not get this? Folks, over 6 million people during the Biden administration have come in through our southern border. It is unprecedented. And the numbers keep rising every year. You don't think this comes with a cost? 
You don't think, it, I mean, I, I right. think about this right now. We are in the middle of a homeless crisis. Here in the state of California, we have more homeless than anybody, than just about anybody else in the country. We can't, we can't find houses for them. And yet we're going to bring in a whole bunch of new people. We're going to bring in a whole bunch of other people. We can't take care of the, the homeless people that we got. I, I, and, and once again, I don't blame the people that are coming here. I don't blame them because you know what they're trying to do? They're trying to live a better life. But my problem is, is that, it, how about this? Instead of encouraging and helping them to make the countries in which they, they are from, where they have lived the most of their lives, instead of encouraging and helping them to make where they live a better place, they, they're encouraging them to come here where we can barely afford to take care of, 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 of the folks that we have right now. I mean, that, that's where we're at right now, folks. So the White House has absolutely no way, no reason, no rhyme, no reason that they can say that they are, you know, that they're serious about the border being secure. They cannot say that they are not encouraging people, right? Well, let me clarify, not just the White House. Let me, just, let me spread this out a little bit. Democrats. Democrats cannot say that they are not encouraging people to come to this country illegally. And it is having an impact. It's having an impact in Chicago. It's having an impact in New York. It's having an impact in El Paso. Why did I name those cities? Because those are all Democrat-run cities. It, they're all, it's having an impact in, in, in Los Angeles. It's having an impact in San Diego. All of these are Democrat-run cities. And by the way, it's also having an effect on Republican-run cities uh, that are near border, that are basically border towns. And it's funny because you have like Chicago, which is, I don't even think they've reached 10,000 uh, 10, uh, border crossers have, have, have gone there. And yet they're decrying it as, 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 a, as, a, hum, as a, 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 a disaster. What is it? A, hu, a humanity, a uh, crime against humanity is what they're trying to call it. But hey, let's, get, let's put them to work, right? Because let, let's be real. When you, the, one of the reasons why we have not seen a fix on immigration is because uh, you have people who want cheap labor. And I, that's not just a Democrat thing. There are plenty of Republicans who are right there. So that's a, that, that is a reason why, folks, you have not seen a... Well, there's two reasons. One, there's that. There's the fact that you have people who want cheap labor and they realize that someone who's entered this country illegally is probably more likely to work for less in poorer working conditions... And not as interested in making sure that they're right. Because even though the pay is less, and even though the working conditions are much more dangerous and onerous, it's probably better than where they came from. But they're not going to say anything because they're afraid that they're going to lose the job or they're going to they're get kicked out of the country. But the other reason why is because they want the issue. If you fix the immigration issue, then you no longer can use it as a campaign issue. I'll leave it at that. I'll... Uh... Yeah, I'll, dro I'll drop that one off right there for you. Okay, moving right along to our next topic. A Virginia judge has ruled that a ban on handgun sales to young adults, uh, well, it's unconstitutional. That's right. You know, they, in the, just recently there was a bill in Texas, uh, and I talked about this on a show the other day, uh, there's a bill in Texas that passed its first first committee there in their legislature, which banned the sale of uh, which banned the sale of uh, AR-15s or semi-automatic center fire rifles with detachable magazines. 
uh, to those under the age of 21, basically to adults 18 to 20. Uh, well, and then, like I said, when I talked about it, even on this program, I said, that's probably not going to hold up in court. And by the way, this handgun uh, re restriction, which by the way, is actually a federal one, also is not holding up in court. Uh, and uh, because once again, you, you look at the ruling under Bruin and what Bruin said was you got to find some historical precedents to support this. And quite frankly, there seriously isn't any. Um, let me go here. Let me pull, let me let me actually pull up the story here. Dun dun dun, and there it is. Because says judge in Virginia says law banning sales of handguns to young adults is unconstitutional. If the federal judge's ruling is not overturned, it will allow dealers to sell handguns to 18 to 20 year olds. Says here in Richmond, in Richmond, Virginia, a federal judge in Virginia has ruled that law that law that the that was easy for me to say that a law banning licensed federal firearms dealers from selling handguns to young adults under 21 violates the second amendment and is unconstitutional the ruling wednesday by u.s district court judge robert payne in richmond if not overturned would allow dealers to sell handguns to 18 to 20 year olds in his 71 page ruling payne wrote that many of the rights and responsibilities of citizen of citizenship are granted at the age of 18 including the right to vote enlist in the military without penalty of without parental permission and serve on a federal jury if the court were to exclude 18 to 20 year olds from the second amendment's protection it would imp it would impose limitations on the second amendment that do not exist with other constitutional guarantees because the statutes and regulations in question are not consistent with the nation's history and tradition they are therefore they therefore cannot stand he wrote now that seems simple enough seems kind of clear enough um as i've said before at the age of 18 you are both criminally and civilly liable for the decisions that you make. You are an adult. You can be drafted. You can be sent halfway around the world. Heck, you can be sent all the way around the world. Uh, handed a, an automatic rifle and be told to defend defend your, your nation's uh, uh, interests. But yet, at the same time, you cannot own a firearm in your own home in order to be able to defend yourself or conceal carry uh, to defend yourself. It just it, it is an it is an asinine position, uh, either either eighteen year olds or adults or they are not. You need to make a decision on that. Um, now, mind you, these are people who want fifteen year olds to be able to make decisions about you know chopping off body parts. Yeah, that that's what they want. That's what they're fighting for. But yet they don't trust an eighteen year old to be able to defend themselves or defend their family or defend their property. Yeah, no. Sorry, folks. You 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 have lost me on that. You have lost me on that one, and it's good to see this ruling. But in the end, this is something that the Supreme Court is going to have to take up. They're going to have to establish. Yet, yeah, no, you just you you can't do this, because in the end, once again, this doesn't just doesn't meet the goal. Because keep in mind, uh, at the time of the drafting of the Second Amendment, uh, the the part about the militias, yeah. Militias included anyone, uh, anyone as young as 14 years old, right? And in some states, they were required to own a military rifle 
or military firearm, uh, and it had to be in good working condition. So, yeah, no, I, I, I definitely do not see this particular uh, piece of legislation, uh, this, this particular piece of legislation, this particular law, flying uh, for very long. Anyway, moving on to our next story. Are faith leaders divided on the tra- over the trans agenda? Now, I wanted, to, I wanted to talk about this one because, quite frankly, I really think this is an example of the, the left misrepresenting a particular position. And, and let me show you this right here. So this is the article. It's written by the Associated Press. And we all know the Associated Press, it's a left-wing propaganda machine. They're just, they're not, they don't do news. Uh, they do left-wing propaganda. I, it's sad to say, but that's just kind of who they are. That's what they're about. They do propaganda. In any case, in this particular case, uh, they're talking about uh, a wave of anti-transgender bills in Republican-led states divides U.S. faith leaders. Now, the interesting thing about it is, is then you, first of all, you look here, um, here they're talking about you've got these faith leaders talking about these are quote unquote faith leaders talking about protecting protect trans kids right oh let me we'll show some of these some of these some of the imagery here for you these are some of the people who they say are are fighting for fighting for trans kids now let's talk a little bit about that but for well let me tell you, let me read the article a little bit more for you it says, as Republican-governed states across the nation have advanced a myriad of bills targeting transgender young people, America's faith leaders are starkly divided in their assessment. Some view the legislation as reflecting God's will. Others voice outrage that Christianity is being invoked to justify laws they view as cruel and hateful. All right, now, let's talk about the legislation in particular that they're talking about. So the legislation that they're talking about mostly is about gender-affirming care, right? So when you see these, I think, talking about they're denying trans children, trans children health care. And we've talked, we, you know, we've talked about this on this show. What they're talking about is uh, people as young as children as young as 12 years old having their breasts removed. Having their uh, well, their their testicles and other things down there removed. Uh, chemical castration, and I know they they get mad when you call it that, but the chemical that they use, the medication that they use as quote unquote puberty blockers, right? They have been they, they are the same exact chemicals or, or medication that is used to castrate child molesters or sexual offenders right that's what they use it for now we don't know what the long-term effects are we do know that in many cases it's been known to cause osteoporosis which is a a brittling of the bones Uh, and in some cases for those as young as like 18 right we know that it's been known to cause sterility so you want to give a 12 year old a 13 year old medication that could render them incapable of being able to have children. In other words, you want to make a potentially life-altering decision for them. You want to allow them to make a life-altering, physically life-altering decision. That doesn't make sense. Keep in mind, 
if you can't you can't get your ears pierced under the age of 18 without your parents consent you can't get or in california you can't get a tattoo you can't even go to a tanning salon with your parents permission under the age of 18 any name a faith a faith tradition that does not believe in protecting children not allowing them to be sacrificed at the altar of someone's political, cultural agenda. Now, being real, if you're an adult and you make the fully informed decision to do this, that's you. Live your life. Be happy. But when you are under, when you're talking about children, mind you, studies have shown that most, most children, most people's brains aren't fully formed until they're in their mid-20s. But even with that, I'm like, okay, 18. 18's when we call you an adult. 18's when you get to make decisions for stuff. Oh, by the way, mind you, um, these are the same exact people who are arguing that a 20-year-old is too young to be able to own a firearm to defend themselves, to protect themselves. Yeah, and yet someone even younger than that as young as 12 can decide to have their penis cut off. That, I, I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't know how you argue that, but that's what they're arguing. And then when they talk about books, right? We've talked about the books. Some of the books that are, once again, the Republicans are coming out and they're saying, we don't need these in our school libraries. Books are not being banned. What they're saying is, these books, there are certain books that should not be in our school libraries. School, books in particular that promote sex and sexuality to our children. I've said it before and I'll say it again. The number one banned book, according to the American Library Association, is the book Gender Queer. The book Gender Queer includes things like, uh, you know, sexual toys, like vibrators, right? It includes things like uh, uh, underage sex and underage oral sex. And by the way, it's a graphic novel, novel. so not, it's not just in writing, it's not just in text. We're talking graphic pictures. I've shared the link on the program before. I will not put it on here because if I do, that would constitute pornography and YouTube might actually ban or they might, you know, they might take the video down. Now, mind you, if it, if it shouldn't be on YouTube, maybe, just maybe, it shouldn't be in your child's school library. Just saying. I could be wrong, but I think that I think that's a pretty I think that's a pretty uh apt measure, all right? If they're willing to say that it shouldn't be there, then it probably shouldn't be in our child's library. Just saying. All right, uh more fallout from the Trump town hall that was on CNN and it turns out it was a ratings boom for uh for CNN. I, uh, once again, I did an interview yesterday where they were trying to say, oh, well, he didn't get as many people as normally watch when Joe Biden is on CNN, and they're probably right. But what's funny is, is, is that, but when you look at that normal time slot, they killed. I mean, this is a time slot that normally gets about 100,000 viewers. Now, keep in mind, in a nation of over 300, and I think 40 or 350 million people, Normally, only 100,000 tune in to CNN in this particular time slot. But 
Donald Trump won the time slot with 3.3 million viewers. Now, I, I, I will tell you, a lot of those are probably viewers that they normally don't get because there are probably a lot of Republicans who tuned in. I did not watch. I actually wound up, I did not watch it on CNN because I didn't want to give them the, the, the credit. I actually wound up watching uh, watching the uh, watching uh, Louder with Crowder. Uh, they did a uh, they did a a, uh, a town hall kind of a, a watch party, and it was hilarious. If you get a chance, you can go to Louder on Rumble. It, it, the show's phenomenal. He, I, anyway, I, I really enjoy listening to him and watching that program. But in any case, uh, it was it was probably a lot of Republicans. Uh, what was what was really funny about it was, and I'll say this again was that it pretty much, it gave Donald Trump exactly what he wanted. Number one, he didn't really have to answer hard questions. When I say hard questions, the questions that he was asked uh, by the moderator, Caitlin Collins, were not questions that Republicans care about. I'm sorry, they're just not. This was supposed to be a Republican primary town hall and quite frankly she addressed none of the issues that republicans are concerned about there were questions that were asked that republicans were are concerned about but those were asked by audience members audience members asked those questions uh the things she asked about most republicans i'm sorry they're no they're just they're not generally concerned about because they are many most of them are fake news and issues that democrats are concerned about right anyway uh so and that's re- that's also the reason why so many so many moderators or so many so many of the talking heads on the left were upset about it. I mean, you even had uh, what's his snot the uh, oh Anderson Cooper basically say you have permission to never watch CNN again. Well, you know what CNN got what they wanted. They got people to tune in, and that's at this point that's kind of their business is to get people to tune in because uh, before that no one was watching. After that, no one is still watching. Uh, Donald Trump has been good for their business. And uh, and they know it. And so they're going to <laughs> they're going to put him on every chance they get. And on that note, uh, we move on to our parting shots. Parting shots are brought to you by Hog Holsters. You can find them at hogholsters.com. Order your Hog Holster today by using the discount code the rundown. All caps, no spaces. Get your Hog Holster today and save a little money. All right, this first one, well, kind of has to do with that uh, that last item that we were talking about there. And this is the CNN logo with the uh, Trump uh, wig or hairstyle on it. And that's, you know, that is symbolizes the fact that, well, it's something that I think we all already know. And that is Donald Trump owns CNN. Not saying, just saying. And then next we have... Uh, The most powerful governments in the world can't solve homelessness, but they can change the Earth's temperature if you pay more taxes. That's exactly what the Clean New Deal is all about. And then we have this other nice fun meme. You keep calling me far right, but I think you mean right so far. Hmm? All right, this next song was one, uh, Mike, I'm, I'm almost, I'm, I'm kind of hurt, I feel kind of bad that Mike isn't here, but I got to share this song with you because it is phenomenal. Now, I will warn you, there is some bad language in it, uh, but I think that, uh, you know, you can see past the, the bad language uh, in order to enjoy uh, or at least get the message of this particular, uh, this, this particular little ditty. Check it out.
September 11th, 2001, and January 6th, 2021. Flash. Nobody gives a fuck about it We all admit that shit was pretty dumb But that's about it When we saw the news we were shocked and we were kind of tense Like damn, then we forgot about it by the 10th Nobody's walking around stressing over Jan 6 It happened and that was it We haven't gave a damn since It's all good when riots are kept in the hood But now you're freaking out Cause this was in the neck of your woods Now it's a big deal Now it gets real Now it's important to us Not back then in 2020 when stores were boarded up Not back then when goods were looted and folks were brutalized not then, but right now, cause it happened to the suit and ties huh. That shit's way above my head We were fucking shit up all year with demonstrations that left dozens dead But people like Nancy didn't flinch, in fact they loved it then People will do what they do, bitch ain't that what you said? Yep. There's literally compilation videos of you and all your colleagues inciting this kind of crap So it's very fascinating to watch you swallow your words You put your own foot in your mouth and now you're forced to dial it back hmm. It's fine when you encourage it in my town, in his town, in her town When the whole fucking city's being burned down. You smile as you give the green light for mobs to rob shit, but as soon as it comes close to you, then it's a problem. Got it. <laughs> Folks, I gotta tell you, I listened to that one over and over and over again. Once again, I apologize for the language, but I think you get the message, right? The message is, yeah, all, no one, the only people that cared about January 6th were y'all, because all of a sudden that, you know, make your voices heard and all of that, it kind of came home to roost, didn't it? Uh, that's the only reason it became an issue. And he talked about all those, all those mostly peaceful riots that took place in 2020, where billions of dollars worth of property damage was done. Dozens of people lost their lives. And y'all were encouraging it. So anyway, that was a fun one. I hope you all enjoyed it once again. If it, was, if it was a little risque for some of you, I do apologize. But it is what it is. All right. Uh, let's move on. Before we head out today, let's give a shout out to our sponsors. First of all, we have Hitman Industries, rifle and pistol caliber barrels available for you today at hitmanindustries.net. Become a part of California's future today. Go to CRAGOP and become a part of the California Republican Assembly. Get your hog holster at hogholsters.com. Use discount code RUNDOWN, all caps, no spaces. And then if you're looking for outdoor gear, combat gear, tactical gear, fun gear, uh, go to uscombatgear.com. And with that, we're done for the day, we're done for the week, and we appreciate you all tuning in and hanging out with us. We'll be back on Monday, fun day, gun day, having a good time. So y'all take care. Have a good weekend.